We should boil the dried meat, is all we've got left, and it's getting a bit rank. Christian gave him a look as if he'd stepped in something foul. Without another word, he took his quiver and bow from the pack, too, and headed off into the woods. William chuckled as he brushed down the horses. So Christian turned up his nose at their travel rations after just a few days on the road. He'd not fare well on this journey, then. Christian might be good with a standing target, but it was another matter to snag game in the woods with a bow. William had tried. Forest rabbits and squirrels were small, fast, and good at hiding. Pheasants and grouse were hard to roust in dense woodland, and deer—well, a deer would be lovely, but a waste. They'd have to leave most of the meat behind. Besides, Christian would have difficulty dragging a dead animal that large through the woods. Christian had been gone a scarce hour before he returned with a pot of water in his hands and his bow slung over his back. William kept his knowing smirk to himself. Then Christian set the pot down and unslung his bow, and three small but plump rabbits on a line from his back. Three, William said before he could catch himself. Christian shrugged and looked uncomfortable. It was starting to get dark. This will fill our bellies well enough. Christian plopped down by the fire and set to cleaning and dressing the game. William shut his mouth with a snap and made himself useful by whittling a spit to go over the fire. The roasted rabbits were delicious. There was an old saying, the easiest way to a man's heart is by way of his stomach. William's stomach was feeling much more kindly towards Sir Christian Brandon after that meal. Christian still made William uncomfortable— but perhaps he'd have his uses as a travelling companion. When there was nothing left but bones, William lay back on his blanket with a contented sigh. It was a warm night, but a breeze played hide-and-seek with his face. He sat up and pulled off his tunic, and then lay down, welcoming the air on his skin. William had refined his peripheral vision for battle, and he became aware, as he stared up at the starry sky— that Christian was lying on his own blanket, watching him. William lowered his eyelids a little and shifted his gaze to the right. Yes, Christian was definitely staring at him, at his chest. Gooseflesh broke out over William's body. He felt a flash of annoyance and turned his head to glare at Christian to make a smart remark. But Christian was just getting to his feet. He headed for the forest, though it was now quite dark. "'Where are you going?' "'To make water,' Christian said, without stopping. Christian trundled off into the woods, and William sighed and tried to relax. He shut his eyes, but visions of flowing streams flashed across the backs of his eyelids. Oh, he had to say it. With a grumble, he got up and headed into the woods to make some water of his own. William was tired, and he stumbled a bit as he undid the ties on his breeches. Away from the fire, his eyes adjusted to the moonlight. He yawned and stepped deeper into the trees, curious now. Where was Christian? A few steps later, William spotted him up ahead, his back turned. It took a moment for him to register the tension in the youth's shoulders and the frantic motion of his right hand. Having travelled with armies, William was no stranger to private moments stolen in the woods— he stifled a laugh, walked up to Christian nonchalantly, and stood next to him, pulling out his own manhood for a piss. 
He had apparently reached Christian just after he'd finished, and Christian's gasp at being caught was amusing enough to put William in a good humour for the next ten years or so. But William managed to keep his face neutral and sighed into the piss. "'Good meal,' he said casually. "'Aye,' Christian hurriedly laced himself up and turned to go. William sniffed. "'Must be a strong wind off the coast tonight.' Christian looked at him in confusion. He glanced down at William's cock, then away, crossing his arms. "'I will uh, head back,' Christian said, and began walking. "'Oh, Christian!' William called out as he finished and shook himself off. "'Yes?' he sensed Christian stop and turn. "'You know, most men don't have to pull on it that hard to make water. Mayhap you should see a physician,' he said with all sincerity. "'It was hard to tell in the dark.' but William was sure Christian turned a bonny shade of red. William burst out in guffaws as Christian fled back to the camp.